0: Welcome to another Rebuilding the Black Family. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Rebuilding the Black Family is about building strong, productive, successful, uh, and self-sufficient black families and communities. And so we're thrilled to jo- that you're joining us and we can really be with you today. Now, one of the things I want us to uh, begin with is this. There's been an erroneous foundation that as often built or is underneath much of our thinking and the fact all of you know we cannot build on a faulty foundation uh, for example there are certain lies that black people have uh, held which has uh, negatively impacted our minds our psyche our thinking for example there is the belief that that when noah came off the boat there were three races of man and that the most inferior race was the black uh, race. And then there's another uh, one of those lies is this, is that Africa is a dark continent. Mm. And the meaning is that it is uncivilized. Mm. It is paganistic. It is ignorant. It is an ugly people. And then another lie is is the belief that the first man was created white. And, of course, all the biblical characters in the Bible we are led to believe or was told were all white.
1: Mm.
0: Now, there are consequences to lies. We've got to get this. There are consequences to lies. And if the foundation of our families, of our communities is built on a lie, then we shouldn't be surprised when we see all the casualties. And so then we get identity issues Mm -hmm. for believing wrong things. Mm -hmm. That even when our, let's say one's personal self-esteem is high, our group or ethnic esteem can be very low because we think negatively of being black. Mm And so the, those are the big issues. And in this program, throughout the weeks, the episodes to come, David and I, we're going to address these things. You want to pay attention because this, this podcast is designed to be informative. It is to challenge your thinking about yourself. And so, so the, um, you're gonna, we're going to really help you to build a new foundation, if you will, mm-hmm. of seeing yourself. And believing about yourself in a right way. So, David, take it away in uh, building on what we're going to discuss today.
1: You know, brother Carl, thank you for that beautiful and and quite powerful introduction. Because not only does it introduce the viewers and the listeners to our subsequent episodes, where we'll be speaking about a variety of you know things, including the lies that have been perpetuated about Black people, but it also is a beautiful introduction into today's episode where we'll be speaking about fighting self-hatred. Yeah, that's oh, yes, we're going there today. Fighting self-hatred. And I want to also expand upon our understanding as black people of the notion of self. I'm not talking specifically or solely an individualized understanding of self. No, 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 no. As Brother Carl talked about, I also want to talk about this Extended self when we talk about group esteem and Understanding the connection that we have with one another as black people. Oh, yes, you Makes may have this very superficial or shallow Self-esteem, but how is it really self-esteem if you look down upon those that resemble exactly who you are? Right, this is what we're going to be speaking about today. So please like share subscribe to anybody who you think would really benefit from listening to this episode and, of course, this podcast moving forward. But fighting self-hatred, Brother Carl. Mm-hmm. Before we start, I really want to, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. if all of you guys don't mind, I want to share an article. It's, um, okay, It was done by... Um, it, so it was done in Toronto Life. It was shared in Toronto Life. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2020, um, as I... So recent. Yeah, so recent. And as I call 2020 the year of clear vision. Uh-huh. Mm. It's a you know, um, play on words. Um, as well as play on concept. For those who don't understand the joke, 2020 is when you have clear vision. And I would say 2020 was the year of clear vision because unfortunately, it was when Brother George Floyd was murdered brazenly by uh, the cop Derek Chauvin. Um, in 2020, 2020 was also the year that we saw really a lot of the, um, atrocities related to, um, the pandemic, you know, and just all the lives that it took, but also, we saw the atrocities as it pertains to how black people were treated. For instance, in, uh, China in Wuhan, China, the African students, for instance, and we just saw the true club colors as it pertains to how people really feel about black people. Right. So. I call 2020 the year of clear vision, but this article was done as part of this post-George Floyd, I guess one could call it era, Mm -hmm. right? And so the article was done by Toronto Live, and the interviewee was um, a good friend of mine, actually mentor. She actually was my um, internship supervisor when I was mm-hmm. doing mine in um, at CAMH in a black youth program called the Substance Abuse Program for African-Caribbean and Canadian Youth, a.k.a. SAPACI. Her name is Donna Alexander. Big up, Donna. Um, you know, I wanted to read mm-hmm. some words that she had said in the interview because I think it's a nice segue into what we're going to be speaking about today as it pertains to self-fighting self-hatred so and these are the words of down and they may be verbatim what she said in YouTube, or maybe they're paraphrased. But nonetheless, these are the words that were shared in the article on Toronto Life. You can find it, Toronto Life. The title is, it's not like we can take off our black skin and operate this world without it, right? That's what the article is called um, in Toronto Life. So I'm going to share with you what was said. Um... And she's worked with black youth for over a decade. I would say even close to two decades. It's um, amazing, intelligent woman. Um, so she said, since 2005, I've had the privilege of working mostly with black youth ages 13 to 24 who are dealing with mental illness and addiction issues. That's the primary focus. But they're also dealing with a sense of self devaluation or a sense of devaluation, low self-esteem, the feeling that their lives are not worth as much as everybody else's. I have black youth out there saying, listen to this, I don't even want to be black. We're going to continue. It's because they don't see themselves reflected anywhere in politics, in their school administrations, in leadership roles in the professional world. They internalize that. And, then they, and they feel there's no psychological safe space for them. They deal with carding. When police roll up on them and ask, where are you going? What's in your pockets? Where do you live? Do you have any charges? And you're just a kid. Just a kid going about your day. Mm-hmm. Brother Carl, well, when you hear those words, when we talk about self-hatred, when we talk about this struggle of, as an extension of our first episode, people struggling and let's call it what it is. I struggle to see the beauty of being black. What does that say to you? What, what do you What do you What do you think?
0: Well, what I thought initially was, here's a young man. This is his experience. Mm-hmm. This is his life. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, that's I, you know you know it almost takes me back into his world.
1: Yeah. I don't even know if it was a boy or girl. A boy or girl. No, but nonetheless, yeah. But, but thinking about but like also, but
0: I was thinking also, I thought of postal code when you said that. Because hmm. carding doesn't occur in every postal code. That's
1: okay. Let's keep it a buck now. Come right. on now. Talk and, that and truth. So,
0: so what I'm saying is, can you imagine here's a young man, mm-hmm. He's speaking, this is his daily experience. Mm-hmm. That's what I hear from that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, you know, obviously all of us should be thinking. It's not right. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll tell you what, maybe, maybe part of my motivation and agenda behind this is that I'm shocked and extremely disappointed that this is the 21st century. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. This is the 21st century. 2022. We're talking about, we, we brag about being intelligent, enlightened. Who's we? I'm talking our general, you know. Very
1: good, very good. You know, good.
0: population at large. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, a general population at large. So the disappointment, and maybe in some cases the um, the shock and alarm, mm-hmm. is that a, here's a young man's experience. Mm-hmm. This, this is not a story. Yep. This is a life. Yep. This is what he wakes up to and through his eyes and, and body and experience. This is what he experiences every day. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Just think about that. Mm-hmm. And, and then maybe furthermore, compounded is in a time we live in. This is the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Is it not? This is the 21st century. 2022. Right? This is not 1800s. No. Right? This is the 21st century. And in our um, braggadocious mentality of being so intelligent.
1: And who's our?
0: Our meaning... Society at large, and which society? Our are talking? world. Well, let's. I'm talking North American mm, society. Well, we need at to large. specify okay? because who is? Well, yeah, 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 you you know right, you're saying? fair. You're fair. Right? fair. So North American mm-hmm. society at large, and um, what I do sometimes, I will listen to, not just um, talk radio that I agree with. Yes, I listen to far right, far left, just to hear Me both. And when I hear this, you would think listening to sometimes. Certain people, certain groups. This is not happening. This is not true.
1: Based off of what the other far right, far left. Yes. Yeah. So based
0: on on what they project. Yes. You know, based on their talking points, their their rhetoric.
1: Based off of how they deluded themselves. Exactly. Mm,
0: Okay. So now, so to me, can you imagine, here's a young man. Yes. And in in some cases, devoid of dream. Hmm. Devoid of hope. Mm. Devoid of a future. Mm. So if you ask me what, in 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 talking about this, this should make us angry. Yes. So that's an emotion that stirred up in me to say, no, this is, why? Because if we have any kind of decency, we should be thinking, well, this isn't right. Yes. And we better do something about it to change it. Yes. So we we should be saying, "What, what what should we do to change it? Hmm. Does that make sense? And then if we go down to this self-hate, can you imagine, listen to what one of the statements, correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. He said, I wake up and sometimes I wish I wasn't in a black body.
1: He said, I have black, she said, I have black youth out there saying, I don't even want to be black. Look at that.
0: So you know what that also tells me, David? What does it tell you? We've got to, one of the things we've got to do, aggressively and intentionally yes is equip our young black men and women to live in their black skin
1: Hmm. to love being black yes notwithstanding all the lies as you alluded to and all the
0: challenges all the challenges exactly but when you realize you know what when i know who i really am hmm Notwithstanding the challenges. There's still the challenges. Of course. There's still the racism, the prejudice, all this kind of stuff that's going to try to come against you. Yes. But I really believe one of the things that equips you to face it is that sense of self. Mm. That strong, to me, not just self-esteem, but group Group esteem. esteem.
1: And the two need to be one.
0: Yes. Because you can think about it. Psychologists have told us that many black people have high Self-esteem, personally. Yes. But low on the group Yes, esteem. Yes. So that's why you have black people are oftentimes fighting one another, disagreeing with one another. Why? Yes. I, I like myself, but I really don't like what I am, who I am, well, that, what w- I'm in.
1: Well, then this is where I beg the question, do they actually love themselves?
0: Well, no, not really.
1: Well, thank you. And I guess this is the, the, this, the irony with yeah. even... That point about Black people having high, quote unquote, self-esteem, mm-hmm. but very low group-esteem, so they can direct their frustration or their 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 their, their, their anger, um, or their uh, contempt mm-hmm. towards other Black people because they have an issue with other Black people. Mm-hmm. But how on the earth can you say you have an issue with other Black people and not have an issue even unconsciously? Yes with yourself and if we take different worldviews maybe just maybe according to maybe the eurocentric worldview which Mm -hmm. prides itself oftentimes especially the euro-american or Mm -hmm. euro-canadian worldview that prides itself in individualism Mm -hmm. then possibly you can do that Mm -hmm. because you see yourself as independent of other groups um influence you see yourself as outside of that group you see yourself as you you're doing you. However, if you add in our Afrocentric view, which understands the self, as I alluded to earlier, as the extension also of the greater community, that what you do should have a positive impact on what on, on others around you.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: So this notion of interdependence rather than independence. Yes, very good. Then your self-esteem should almost always be linked to how others... Yes function so but this is the, the, the this is the challenge with understanding self-esteem um versus group esteem when it comes to black people is because we i think want to delude ourselves to believe that we feel good about ourselves but we just can't stand other black people mm-hmm. we think you can do both
0: yeah
1: but it's, for me it just a contradiction. On, it's a contradiction it's a contradiction and, and this is based off of my experience now mm-hmm. some people can of course argue against mm-hmm. it cool so long as you have I guess you could say valid. Yeah, the data is behind it. Va- not only valid data, mm-hmm. but also experience. Because yes. a lot of people are speaking on what they have seen mm-hmm. uh, from the outside looking in. I'm speaking about what I've done in the work mm-hmm. as a therapist, right? One of the big things we talk about is self-esteem, and in in my experience, it's very difficult to for 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 one of my black clients, for instance, to argue that. Outside of black people, they feel real good, that they love themselves, that there's no issue. But they just have an issue with how black people are. It's very difficult for me to fathom that they truly actually do love themselves Mm -hmm. when they can't stand the people around them. Because for me, it's like, how how can you do both? How can you not have a negative perception of other black people and therefore a negative perception of your mother, of your father, of your aunties, your uncles? Well, they
0: look like you, right? Mm -hmm. So for you to say, well... I like myself, but I don't like you. It is a contradiction because a contradiction. the person exactly. like we're talking about—the black family, Very black people—now, yes, they look—they're in the same body as you. Yes, but let's personalize it. You yes. want? Let me, let me personalize it. Very good. Because I think we have to really—and um, many of you—you you know what we're talking about—and so, part of what our objective is is to for you to be faced and confronted with truth yourself. Very good. And really address maybe your own challenges and insecurities. You know what, I thought about this a number of years ago. Go ahead, go ahead. My my parents in-laws live in uh, New York. And a lot of time we're so conditioned by black negative images. Very good. Far beyond. I heard a gentleman say this. He lived in Africa, one of the African countries, I think it was Ghana, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, when I watch television, American television about what I would see about black people was always negative. Very good. Now, that's what he said when he was back home. Wow. In Africa. Wow. He moved to uh, America, turns on his television, and he says, David, the only images I saw of people in my country back home, I think it was Kenya.
1: Was negative. Was negative. Very good.
0: Now, you understand, so the images, now, it's not just negative images um placed on people who are not what not black but you are gonna understand on, everybody on our minds it's everybody so we're being we're thinking well it, well the, if all the images are is black people committing crimes yeah being delinquent yeah not not uh being faithful to their wives are poor poor have flies it, uh, yep.
1: running around our face yep. flying around our face um have food insecurity throughout mm-hmm. the villages, uh, are just rampant with HIV, a, yeah. I would be so bold to say, man-made always disease.
0: Always begging. Uh,
1: always begging,
0: right? Yep. If
1: these are the images.
0: Then that's your expectation. So now that forms the group thinking. Yes. That's how, so, so now that's who we are. That's, yes. <laughs> right? And so. And this, who's going to want to embrace that? Exactly. Who's going exactly. to want to adopt
1: that identity if exactly. that's what it's associated with?
0: But then, right? So then, part of that high self-esteem is this: it's not so much; it's more aspirational.
1: Hmm. Okay. Talk but to me. I talk think to
0: me. I think I have high aspiration for myself. Hmm. This is what I want to be. Yeah. So, in a sense, without realizing you can't do it, it's like trying to separate myself from my blackness. So you alienate yourself. That's in a sense what we're doing. That's a, Let's call now, it what it is: so now, alienation. But with this thinking, yes, and we got to we got to go back to that story because a great story about this young per, young person. Yes, think about what they're thinking about themselves. Very good. And we could say so there are seeds of destruction. Yes, at a young age, yes. already planted in this young person. Yes, think about that. Yep, I'm black youth. Right? I'm black youth. Youth. So, so not- youth
1: is between thirteen and twenty four, yeah. even twenty five. Yeah. you're still a young child. You mm-hmm. you barely know what is right and what is wrong per se on a, um, on a very profound level because your prefrontal cortex does not fully yeah. develop until you're 25. So I just want to put that yeah, out there yeah. that we're talking youth yeah. who are brutalized and harassed by police officers, grown men oftentimes and sometimes women mm-hmm. just want to put that out there mm-hmm. in terms of the context
0: continue but no, i was going to say this then and <laughs> uh, interrupt me anytime yes. us on course so this self hate because that's part of what we're talking that's about that's what we're talking this about self-hate fighting self-hate but when i realize because i think we got out of that i know you have yes i'm i'm in that m- more healthy place yes of knowing who I am, mm. being confident that God didn't make a mistake when He made that made me a, a black body to live. Yes, in. very good. Right, but I realized in this journey, if you will, I, st- I started realizing how negative I was thinking about black people. Mm. I'm just being honest. No, with no,
1: no, no. We can talk. about I remember
0: it. this. I was in living. I was in New York. Went to visit, my, and I was in. Um, Brooklyn, isn't it? My my, my one of my mm-hmm. I think my wife's mom was ill in the hospital. Yes, very good. I'm trying to remember the intersection. Oh, not very
1: good about that, but I'm saying she so was in good Brooklyn, New Brooklyn. York, in the hospital. That's unfortunate.
0: It, but a big intersection, and it was, I mean, you talking? It's a you know high rises and people everywhere, and it's a product. It's a strong high black population. Okay. Now the mentality is this: if I'm in a black neighborhood, guess what?
1: You gotta lock your doors.
0: And it's dangerous. And it's dangerous. And I could lose my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the thinking. Yep. I'm in this community, and I'm, I'm, I drove around trying to meet someone somewhere. Yep. But then I was walking a few blocks mm-hmm. to where I had to get to. Yeah. And did you know, David, I thought about what I used to think. Wow. And I thought, this ain't dangerous. Wow. My life isn't threatened. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a, a revelation. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. not, like yeah. a reality. Yeah. And, and I thought, and this is what I tell people. You know what I've found? I've discovered in life. Most people, regardless of color, background, they want the same thing. Which is? They want, you know, they want the same thing for them and their children. They want safety. Very good. They want health. Yes. They want success. Yeah. You understand? They, yeah. They, they want the necessity of life. They want respect. They want respect, value, dignity. Yes. And that's, so that was part of that journey for me realizing, no, you've got to reject the self-hate. Mm-hmm. And you said it right. You cannot say you love yourself and you don't love other black people. That it, is, you can't... It's absolute contradiction. It's, it's a contradiction. Yes. And we could say when we do that, we're disobeying the love command. Right? Love your yep. neighbor as yourself. Well, your first yep. neighbor is the person who just looks looks just who, like who you. Who just looks
1: just like you. Right? If, like...
0: Uh, but, you know, we, well, you, we've got to get ridiculous. back to this area, though, David. I've this self-haired. young man of yep. self-hate. Yes. So... Talk to us then about some of the answers to self-hate.
1: Very good. (laughs) I'm happy. (laughs) I'm happy. So, you know, the answer to self-hate, first off, comes with recognizing that you may experience self-hate. Because sometimes we look for, some are looking for answers, but what they're acknowledging is the fact that they struggle with self-hate it's very difficult to give solutions to people who don't think that they hate Mm -hmm. themselves. Mm -hmm. They think, no, as you said, you have people who have deluded themselves Mm -hmm. to believe that, no, my self-esteem is high. Black people are the problem. They have alienated themselves so, I will say, successfully Mm -hmm. that they honestly are looking at me like I'm the crazy one. Mm -hmm. There may be people viewing or watching this thinking these people are out of their minds. I don't need to... Look at my black neighbor, whether that's metaphorically speaking or f- literally, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and love them or respect them. I just need to worry about myself. And these guys are living a fairy tale. This is what people may say. I know because I've heard it. You've heard it. Yeah. So the first element is coming and having, even if it's an epiphany or some sort of revelation, and recognizing what are the symptoms that. You may be experiencing self-hatred. So what are some of those symptoms, right? Before we even get Mm -hmm. to the solutions. And I'm just thinking about this off of the, uh, off the top, right? Quickly. So some may be this so-called hypervigilance that some may feel around black people, but you don't seem to feel it around any other group. Although black people are not the only ones that commit crime, right? So if you feel the sense of hypervigilance where, or the sense of mistrust, if you almost hurl or feel sick when you look at yourself in the mirror and find ways to uh, manipulate your skin or manipulate some form of a feature in order to not resemble being more African and trying to look more European, Mm -hmm. right? Things along those lines, if you find yourself struggling with anything positive to say, this is why we had the first episode. Mm -hmm. If you find yourself struggling to say anything positive about black people, you may be dealing with self-hatred. Right Now, it may not be active. It may not be conscious, per se, because I've had someone be like, no, 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 Like, I love black people, but they just can't find anything positive to say about mm-hmm. black people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you have to really question, do you actually love black people? And therefore, do you actually love yourself?
0: And also, we could say expectations. Suppose your yeah. expectations of black people is low. Can I say that? You know very good. Um also if you only um for example, you will only go to a white led store, a white led yes. organization. Oh, because
1: black people are disorganized.
0: Oh, black or, people or don't, they don't know. They can't service. do something as good as Yeah. Th- their product is inferior.
1: And some of them will even suffer disrespect in a all white restaurant or all white organization or all white business because for some reason that disrespect is more tolerable than mm-hmm you know, the disorganization of certain black businesses. But
0: then the other, they are superior anyway, and they're better.
1: And this so is... So they're
0: deserving of my business. So
1: these are all, exactly, these are all elements of self-hatred, mm-hmm. right? These mm-hmm. are all elements of, I would you know, I would even say confusion. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't even look at people who function in that manner, if I'm going to be honest, as people who are present in reality. Mm-hmm when we're looking at self affirmations, right? Those self affirmations, we're not saying that to be cliche, but self affirmations are important, That's very good. right? That's good. Um, I read my son, uh, you know, a book right from the beginning. My son is four. It's called "I Am Black, I Am Unique," right? And literally, it's about repetition. We know kids, for instance, mm. that we learn from repetition. Yeah. So. I, so it's to the point where my son like memorized the book. I am black. I am unique. I have hair like lamb's wool. I have uh, hair. Uh, I have um, locks that look like uh, sh- uh, was I think is it like sheep ringlets mm, or something mm, like mm, that. Um, my skin is caramel. My skin is so relating your skin exactly. to things that are tasty, things that are nice to look at. Not saying my skin looks like poop, mm-hmm. which is what unfortunately some racist wow. children I've heard say to family members as children. This is what children have had, our children that are babies at mm-hmm. six, seven years old have had to have had to experience. Oh, your skin looks like poo. Who wants skin that looks like mm-hmm. poo? Versus if you say, well, your skin looks like vanilla, the real color of vanilla, which is black. Mm-hmm. Vanilla smells good. Your skin looks like chocolate. Your skin looks like dark chocolate. Dark chocolate is the healthiest for you, right? This is what we start to teach our children. So those self affirmations, those um, you know, those those phrases that they can instill repetition. So before you get there, I'm gonna let you get it because I know we have one more one or so minute, one minute. Um, so starting with self affirmations, right? Whether it's vocalizing them, whether it's writing them down. Another thing Excellent. is if if it's really profound, see a therapist. Get some healing, right? Mm-hmm. Because there may be some blind spots that you may not even recognize or maybe some behavioral patterns or maybe even some thought patterns that are so ingrained in you that you don't realize how it's affecting your life. Mm. Maybe you need to see a therapist, a conscious therapist, right? Wow. I'll leave the, I'll, I'll put it out there. Um, those are two
0: methods that I think are important to start with. Go. You know what? I thought of this. You were answering that youth's question. Yes. That self-image. Yes. See? So I'm glad you ended with that. We're talking about, and I love David finished up, with the affirmations. Yes. You've got to speak right about yourself. Yes. So what we've been talking about is seeing yourselves right so you can create or change that self-image of yes. yourself on the inside. And David, before we go, I thought of, you know, when you were just talking there, Jeremiah 1.5, God said this, I knew you before you were born. Mm. Think about that. So that means God knew the body he made for you to live in. Yes. It's beautiful. Man, don't hate yourself. No. So, again, thank you for joining us again on another Rebuilding the Black Family podcast. And one more thing before you go. I just want to say,
1: (laughs) one more thing I also want to leave a listener, and then we'll have the beautiful outro by Brother Carl, is as part of trying to remedy that self-hatred listen to our podcast listen to uplifting podcasts cuz self affirmations don't solely have to come from you sometimes it's coming from others externally that resemble you mm-hmm. that you can relate with that you can look at them and see yourself podcasts youtube videos listen to music that uplifts you that's good david changing your point of reference where you no longer use other groups as point of reference that concurs with their frames of minds but you are looking or intentional about trying to find what are frames of thinking what are frames of behavior that correlate with my experience and really seeking to do that this is all about how you can try to remedy that self-hatred by beginning to understand who you are and who we are as black people and beginning to love all that we should represent not what unfortunately we have been misled to represent. So I just wanted to add in that piece. Excellent, excellent. And Brother Carl, you can
0: remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Beautiful in God's eyes and in your eyes and in our eyes. And so I wanted, just as we wrap up, thank you for joining us again on another Rebuilding the Black Family. We'll see you next time.